hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Welcome to episode 48. I'm your host, mind-body coach and pain relief specialist, Molly Jager. Hi, welcome. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this episode with you. I recently interviewed a client who came to me with debilitating pain, in her case, migraines, and has since moved beyond that place and into a place of increasingly improved health and frame of mind. And the reason that I wanted to share it with you is I wanted to give you access to this very real uh, uh, picture of what it looks like when you go through this process. Because I think sometimes we imagine that it's like, I don't know, we, we go to these hyperbolic places in our mind and imagine that it should be a magic pill. That even if we don't believe in a magic pill, we still kind of secretly wish for a magic pill. (laughs) We all wish that it would just go away or just stop. And in, in doing that, sometimes what we can miss is the progress and the potential for relief that is happening in the moment, right? If we're always focusing on the lack, we miss out on the progress and the benefit and receiving that physiological hit of, of recognize, when we recognize that benefit, when we recognize that progress, we get um, a boost in our physiology. We get a boost of that dopamine and serotonin that helps to keep us connected to moving forward and help us to feel good in ourselves and good in our body. And I really wanted you to experience in her own words, her insights. And it's particularly valuable because she is very recently moved from debilitating pain to feeling empowered and having agency in her life and having the, her pain levels and the frequency of having a migraine in her case be way, way down. So she has that evidence really solidly in herself that it's working and she understands why, right? It's no longer a mystery. She's no longer in this place of confusion, uncertainty, where you feel a little bit helpless and desperate, but it's very recent. So her awareness of both being in both places is very uh, fresh. Her, Her experience is very fresh. And I wanted to you know, share her insights with you. I wanted her to be able to share her insights with you because I think you're going to get so much value from hearing her talk about her experience. And I think you're going to be able to relate very much to a lot of the things that she talks about in her own experience, in her own words. So without further ado, let's dive into this unedited interview. You'll get the raw experience. So enjoy. All right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? You good? I am good. Thank you. Happy to be Me here. Too. Me too. It is really good to see you for sure. Yeah. 
So Amy, tell us about where you were at when we first started working together. So what when was we were struggling with, yeah. Yeah. So when we first started working together, I was struggling. I reached out because I was struggling with um, migraines that had started about two years before, and I was getting them more frequently and more intensely, and they were starting to become like a burden in my day to day life. And I had been to and have been to numerous times, neurologist, primary care, naturopath, acupuncturist, and was not experiencing relief and um, saw you post something and thought, you know, maybe there's something else for me to pursue to start to get a handle around these migraines. Yeah. So tell us, I want to ask you a little bit about some of the um, some of that process and maybe some of the doubts that might've been there mm -hmm. before we work together. But just before I do that, I'm curious if you could just share with us where you're at now and what changed through the process of us working together. That feels like a big question. Um, <laughs> I mean, where I'm at right now is that like physically, I would say just markers is that I'm having far fewer migraine days, migraine experiences for sure. If you, one of the things I did though, in working with you is that I stopped charting my migraines, which I'd been doing for a very long time. Cause I kind of, I was giving a lot of meaning to how many migraines I was having and then starting to kind of be stressed out. If it was like, Oh, I haven't had one for this long, like anticipating another one. So I just, ripped that up and started to experience the migraines when I was having them, but like, didn't go looking for when was the last one or what had I eaten or what had I had done? I think the biggest shift for me, Molly was really just in, and this sounds maybe a little bit weird, but just kind of being with the migraine, like yeah. being with the experience of it as opposed to resisting it or making it wrong or searching for what I had done to lead into that. So I think that's a really big difference. And um, so I'm having fewer migraines. And then the other thing is feeling a lot more at peace if I do have one, that it doesn't inherently mean anything. It just is something that I'm experiencing. Like on days where maybe... I don't feel as like happy about my life or I feel sad about something. That doesn't mean I'm having a migraine. I'm just saying that that's like, I'm okay with having days like that or not feeling as excited about being a mom. There are days that I have that and days where I'm like on the high cloud for that. It's kind of just allowing for that experience in the same way that I allow for the ups and downs of other experiences in my life. Mm -hmm. It's not like migraine equals bad. Um, mm. Did that answer your full question? Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think that's, I love that you say that because I think a lot of people and myself included at some point and probably yourself, we're really looking for the quickest route to like no pain period yeah. ever mm -hmm. again. So mm -hmm. sometimes this, the idea of what you described, well, you talk about less migraines and would you say that the severity of them is less when they happen? Absolutely. So what happens a lot less now 
is very intense migraines. So when I had them at least once a week, it would be like really like, I often would get them in the morning like I'd wake up and have it and it would feel like, whoa, I hardly have those at all anymore. It honestly is something that's more like, if I didn't have any work for that day, excuse me, sometimes I will, or if I have a light work day or a light family day, I might go do some of the practices that you've led me through and just like quiet myself and be with the migraine. If I do happen to have a day where it's a full day, which a lot of my days are, I may take my um, kind of rescue medication, but it's not a type of migraine where it's like, oh, I have to do that. You know, the more severe ones were like, I can't get out of bed unless I'm going to take this. Whereas now it's like, I have more choice in the matter. And so they're, they're a lot less severe. Yeah. That's awesome. So would, um, obviously it feels better on the inside. What would you say to somebody who's like, well, but you're still getting brains. Can you talk a little bit about your, I know, just the difference between where you're at now and this idea before of having, you know, this point in your life where you have no uh, pain, migraines. Does that make sense? Like, is it, is it still valuable now having this? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's, there's no doubt about that. Well, let's just say this. Yes, totally. I mean, I'd rather, like, I'm just a very black and white person. Would I rather feel how I feel now compared to how I feel before we started working together? Yes. A hundred percent. No question. Right. Like, so there's, that piece of it. But I think what was interesting in our work together, like, first of all, like when you were saying, like, as far as doubts go, yeah, I, I was, I was very like doubtful as far as whether this was going to work, but mainly based on, because nothing else I had done had worked. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it, it, there was no space to feel like, oh, this might work, but there was enough hope, I guess, that I said, like, I'm willing to try this now. I probably would have tried lots of different things, but I definitely felt like this is a route I haven't come at this before. And the only thing that had helped me a little bit was like doing some therapy before, which I think we had talked about, but it was like, excuse me. Um, It wasn't necessarily the therapy. It was more like talking through things that was having like starting to peel away the layers. And I found it much more effective working with you because as a coach, you were asking me questions of like, well, you know, so many times people have said, well, when did this start? And I would say when it started and they would just write it on a sheet, you know, or, oh, well, was it COVID? Cause it started right around COVID time and, oh, okay. And it was just left at that. Whereas with you, Molly, you were like, well, what was happening in your life around that time? And I was able to little by little by the questions you were asking get that oh during that time in my life there was a lot of stress around my husband's job and work and transition and I'm just sharing that to say so many people had asked me the same question and maybe had asked one or two questions after that whereas with you you were like here's the question on top of the question on top of the question now go do a thought download on that go think about that go and I really took it to heart. Cause I'm like, well, nothing else is really making a difference. And I think when I started to see 
how much I was feeling responsible for everybody in my life. That may have, I really do attribute that to like starting to crack the code of the migraine. Yeah. And it may just be something that physically I'm predisposed to have, but the severity that had gotten to was definitely not just physically predisposed. It was, I think, a lot of weight that I was holding. So you really gave me strategies to start to release and lighten that weight. Yeah. And you gave yourself strategies as well, just by becoming, when you say crack the code, there was kind of a moment where you were like, ah, mm. I see these uh, these two, this link, these things mm -hmm. connected mm -hmm. and then relate it to this bigger pattern of how I feel in my, how I feel responsible in my mm -hmm. life, which is for all mm -hmm. these people, which is a yeah. very, very common thing. And yeah. I think for pain in general, but in particular for people with migraines who are really hypersensitive about, is everybody okay in my sphere and really wanting to provide for people. It's a very common um, experience. And so when you started to talk about your awareness of that, you were then able, you know, when we spoke after that, you back to the call saying, oh, I'm noticing mm -hmm. this here, mm -hmm. I'm noticing it there. And yeah. you were able to, you, you, were, um, you would talk to me about how you were responding differently in those mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. So you talked a little bit about your doubts and I think that's really common too, which is, well, nothing's worked, so why would this work? <laughs> right, right, right. So tell me a little bit about what you would say to somebody who's on the fence and kind of in that same place about feeling like, mm -hmm. is it really worth investing my energy? Because it's not, it is the money is part of it, the finances, but it's also like the hope, like, oh, like, do I have it in me to invest myself again in this another, in this other, mm -hmm. you know, thing that's being offered. So what would you say to somebody who's kind of in that place? I mean, I'm a very blunt person, you know this. So I would say like, you can't afford not to invest the time and the energy because anyone who's experienced migraines or any other type of chronic pain knows the wear and tear the time and energy, just as far as not feeling well, but then especially with people who have something where it's Everybody wants to give you advice. Oh, what do you think the trigger is? And maybe you shouldn't eat that. And did you do this? And even people who don't experience migraines want to start talking about that with you. So having somebody who can truly like hold this space and actually make it a safe space to experience in whatever you're experiencing is unlike that. And that is really the goal of a coach, like is, is unlike any other type of like treatments or healing process you could go through. So I do think you, I, I don't think it's like, oh, hop off, go, go and do it tomorrow kind of thing. But I do think it's a kind of situation where it can be really quick, where it can be, I'm very clear. I'm willing, I was willing to do anything I could do to feel better. And I think it's okay to, to say that and to say like, because I know that the impact of that is so huge. Um, so I just want to like encourage, you know, that it can look a lot of different ways. It can look for some people like processing and feeling through and writing till it's the right decision. And then there can be other people who are like, yeah, like that's a fit for me. And either pathway is, is right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I think it's, I love what you, what you say just about um, that there's treatments and there's mm -hmm. lots of options out there to kind of explore with all kinds of medical um, avenues and diet and all these things. There's that, the, the unique difference is really looking at um, the whole person and yes. holding that space and yes. what that provides. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's truly holistic. Like, I don't want to say medicine, like that's, that's a holistic mm. perspective, which I think is lacking in a lot of our medical culture, you know? And do you, would you say, what was the biggest surprise for you? What was the biggest surprise for you in the process? And then that will be. Uh, a couple of different biggest surprises. One is definitely like, um, a few times when you, and I think I've told you that's one of my favorite times, which is why I was just closing my eyes, like getting into that place. And then you, uh, I was so fortunate because you taped a lot of what happened or of exercises I could do. I think one of my biggest surprises was seeing the impact of truly just, you know, lying down, sitting down, being present for like a 10, 15 minute period to settle my mind and my body. The that was actually very impactful for me. And not just like in my mood, but it actually reduced the experience of migraine. I did not make that correlation. So that's been very helpful. I don't seem to be able to quite get the same when I just do it on my own. That's why I had asked you for those recordings because there's something about your voice and like maybe committing to that time and committing to that process. I think the other thing that was a big aha for me as we pull back the layers of the onion as far as taking care of people, I think the specific piece around my husband was that I was really um, like, I don't wanna say holding space, but I was like really being responsible for his happiness around his job without knowing that I was doing that. And it was really just a very crappy situation, but it wasn't just like, oh, I want him to be happy. It was like, I have to make sure that this all yeah. works out and I need to talk about it every day and help him every day and support him every day, as opposed to like, does he even want me to do that? Like, or is that like his journey to go through and I could be more an observer and not as responsible for it? I love that you said that because uh, that's so hard to convey is that hidden stress that we don't even realize yeah. that we're engaged in because we're just thinking about the thing that's troubling or we're just yeah. trying to get whatever done or trying to fix yes. whatever feels broken that yeah. we don't even realize, oh, I could, I could do this differently or I could let this go or yeah, it's like the hidden stress that we're, like you said, not even aware that we're yeah. doing and we all have that. To yes. some degree. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Me, it really comes from trying to handle things. And every day, like I would want him to like make a decision on something and I'd sort of force him into making a decision and feel like, okay, that's checked off the box. But then the very next day, either that same decision having to make or a different decision would come up and it was exhausting. And so I really felt like I got freedom from stepping yeah, out. I love that. So that's another thing that I think is really um, un unexpected effect, which is that when you actually get into these uh, neural patterns and these ways of thinking and being, mm -hmm. it affects not only your migraines or whatever your primary pain is, but then 
other relationships in the way you're showing up there. Have you found that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I don't know if this necessarily answers your question, but I think, you know, the better that we feel, the more we can be, you know, in ourselves and present to the people around us, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I do remember within the last couple of years, one of my kids was saying something along the lines of like, well, I just want you to feel better. Like, why don't you just feel better? Why are you sick? Why are you that, you know? And I realized like what, that was one of my biggest impetuses for, to get help was I don't want my kids to think about the, me in this way. Like, is there another way that I could show up? But so much of that was blocked Molly from how I was before. Like, oh, well, I was this healthy, you know, as comparing it to, well, I used to be like this. So this should be possible as opposed to just being okay with how I am right now. That actually has started to heal me and allow me to be better, you know, mm-hmm. but I had to be okay with the what's so right now, you know? Yeah. That's the trick of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. That's so good. So much wonderful information and insights. I think mm. a lot of people are going to benefit from hearing your experience. From, you. There's a lot in there. So thank you so much you are for sharing with me. all that information it's great for me to hear as well so good yeah yes I'm glad I had a chance to reflect that back to you because I'm sure that never would have come out on pencil and paper so thank you for everything you've done thank you all right and thank you I hope you enjoyed listening to that interview and if you are a woman who wants to get her finances in order Amy is an amazing financial coach so Amy Scott coaching find her online And this is the other amazing thing that we didn't really touch on uh, in the interview, but we talked a little bit about this before I press record and I wanted to just share it with you, which is that Amy recently went to a business mastermind uh, weekend away. She invested in this program and one of the things that she kept saying while she was there is, I'm so glad that I can be here. I'm so glad that I feel that I'm healthy enough to be here. So... I know everybody gets that the pain, debilitating pain keeps you from accessing certain parts of life. I know that you, if you have pain, I know that you get that very clearly. But at the same time, what can happen is that we get so accustomed to missing out that we start to identify with that as normal, as part of our familiar experience, right? And then once something becomes familiar, it becomes harder to shift. And I just want to acknowledge that for you. And I think one of the things that we can also do is that we just, we're just thinking about it in terms of our, you know, ourselves. And we're not thinking about it as much in terms of the impact, the greater impact of us being in a state of health. So Amy talked a little bit about her kids and how motivating that was for her. And for certainly for me, that is a huge part of me staying connected and on top of my own personal work on my health is my family and being there for my kids and my relationship because you know what it's like us women we're so in the vein of giving 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 that we think once it comes to giving to ourselves we're just spent but we really I just want to share with you now that Amy is in this place of feeling confident about her health and feeling better 
she is then able to give to her business and give that much more to women. You know, her, like I said, her coaching is uh, financial support for women. And she feels very passionate about that. It's a very, you know, she's driven to help women you know, have a better relationship with their finances and which is a wonderful thing. It's like, what a wonderful gift that she can bring to the world. And now she can do that, show up for that so much more fully, which not only fulfills her, right? She's passionate about that in her life, about providing that for the world, but it then goes on exponentially to benefit so many people beyond her in the world. And this, and the sort of seed of that begins with her state of health, right? That's the foundation. But here's the trick. It's not that you have to be in a perfect state of health, right? So Amy still gets an occasional migraine. So it's not that you have to already be in a perfect state of health to provide for that. It's just that you, it's about recognizing the value and the importance of giving that to yourself, of working on yourself or of nourishing yourself or of supporting yourself in that way. And when you have that built into your life as part of your day, as part of your awareness of what's valuable and important to you, that's the goal, right? The goal is not perfect health. The goal is being present and providing for yourself in the moment as you need it or in your daily life as you feel the need, right? That's the important thing, being able to do that. And anybody can do that, right? Anybody can do that no matter where you are and anybody can get the, uh, you know, the benefit from doing that right now, like today, you can get that. You can have that by learning how to provide for yourself. And that is the golden ticket to lasting sustainable pain relief. All right. I'll see you next week, my friends. Well, hello, and thank you for tuning in this week. I really enjoyed the podcast. I hope you did as well. And I would love to feature you on an interview one day, if that's something that you'd like. Um, So if you are interested in getting my help to understand how this works and to move through this process there'll be a link in the show notes you can book a free consult call with me and you can also email me at molly at move to nourish.com that's move to nourish.com on those consult calls if you haven't already done a mind body self-assessment we'll go through that together and we talk about what you're struggling with some relevant medical history if that's pertinent and also you know how to move forward through this process and what is the way that is really going to work for you and we build that out on the console call we get really clear on stripping away what's unnecessary and diving right into a targeted approach so if that's something you're interested in make sure that you reach out to me also Make sure that you come to my free pop-up workshop I'm giving tomorrow, Thursday, February 2nd. There'll be a link in the show notes about that also on my email list. Get on my email list. Go to www.movetonourish.com. I'm posting about it all over social media, so you'll find it there too. And I'll see you there. I'll see you at the free workshop. All right. Bye. Bye.